Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Twelve thirty-three in Edmonton, two thirty-three in New York City. Bob Stopper with you. This is Oilers now. The Oilers and the New York Rangers, who started the year zero and three, got an OT win, rallied yesterday against San Jose. The Oilers obviously off to the zero and two start, and uh, pucker up. There's some uh, nervous folks. Uh, judging by our text line at 630, 6.30, uh, and I'm, I don't expect people to be happy and ecstatic with the way the season has started for Edmonton, so I'm not surprised by what we're seeing. Do you want to tell you guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse? Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris. That's right, the Roos Chris in Edmonton and in Calgary are, Ed, are uh, Alberta owned and operated. 19990 Jasper Avenue. Roos Chris, the 99th. Uh, Roos Chris in North America was opened up in Edmonton. Geez, some would say that's a rather appropriate number. On 9990 Jasper Avenue, go down and see Rebecca and the staff at Roos Chris and tell them orders now sent you. As we are joined by our regular contributor every Friday, courtesy of our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino, it is Elliot Friedman. Hello, Elliot. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, man? It took, uh, we practiced at Chelsea. This is such a New York story. As you know, there's an immense amount of ongoing work on the roads taking place. And yep. uh, so I went, what used to happen in the past before Uber and Lyft is on a day like today, if I wasn't guaranteed that I could be back to start the show, I wouldn't go to the practice. But you know what? I took the plunge. I'm like, all right, we got Uber, we got Lyft. I don't have to rely on a taxi all the time because sometimes you can't get a taxi, and the Uber and Lyft situation seems to work a lot better. So I took one, and my driver, who was quite a nice fellow, decided to take a shortcut where they were doing some construction. Oh, and God. He got, and he got boxed in, okay? And they wouldn't let him go. Uh, they blocked the road to the exit out to the next street. So then he had to reverse back. And in the meantime, a cement truck driver uh, had gone to a wash station, uh, snuck in behind us, and we were stuck waiting for 20 minutes. 
Okay. Oh. And now I'm so we're sitting there, and of course, uh, the the driver with the lift was, uh, let's just say he was a visible minority, and the individual driving the cement uh, truck driver was a, a rather portly fellow who wasn't very sensitive to the needs of my driver. And the communication that occurred was so typically New York. Uh, and I just kind of shook my head like, here I'm stuck for 20 minutes behind a cement tr uh, truck driver who's washing uh, the cement off the side of a scoop barrel, and he won't move for us to get by so that we can get going. Uh, it was, uh, so it took me 42 minutes to get back from Chelsea Piers back to the hotel. Oh, my and goodness. I would be a maniac in that situation, Bob. Would you? Would you be losing? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about I myself. Would. I mean, I would. Brendan, Escott is, Brendan Escott's our new producer. He's replaced Brendan Ulrich, who, as you know, has moved on to Tales from Sales, but still fills in for me once in a while. And I was thinking that at about 1, 105 Eastern, I'm like, I, like I'm not sure I'm going to get back here, right? Like the driver's like, we might be stuck here for 20 minutes, and then it's going to be another 22 to 24 minutes to get to the hotel. So in the end, it took us 42 minutes, Elliot. But that is how many times is that? You know, and you know what it's like coming in here. Like there's so much construction on the streets, everywhere, yes, and everything. Yes. You know. Like really I love New York. New York City. I'll tell you, I, I was offered Bob once a few years ago a job in, in New York City. And I thought about it because I wanted to live there. And um, somebody said to me, you'll love it for a year and then you'll hate it. And ultimately I didn't take the job because I was happy in my, my the job I had, but I wanted to test that because I think I would have loved it there. I would have loved the intensity of it. I would have loved everything about it. But I had people who told me because of stuff like that, I would get sick of it, but I wanted the challenge. I, I will say that. Well, uh, you know, the driver, I, I said, do you want me to get out and talk to the the driver of the truck? And he goes, look, at the, they're, it's all cement. They have guns there, Bob. All... Yeah, well, and, you know, I'm... I'm from the part of Western Canada where we didn't need guns. You know what I'm saying, Elliot? Like, oh, whatever. Come on, man. You, no, I'm, jo I'm joking. You're exactly right. They have guns there. All right. <laughs> uh, right now, uh, the Oilers have been outgunned in their first two games, Elliot. And yeah. uh, I know you're on Calgary Radio. And, and look, there were big expectations. Well, let's, let's be realistic. There were expectations that the team would perform better than they did last season, and to date that has not occurred. Edmonton was not very good against New Jersey. Uh, they played. I, I thought they played okay. And I still think Boston was the better team yesterday, but the Oilers had a you know were competitive at least. Give me your thoughts from uh, the center of the universe in Toronto. What people are thinking there? <laughs> okay, way to team me up with the center of the universe thing. You know, Bob. Look, like I, I just think. It's tense there, like in, in Edmonton. And I'm talking about just the organization, not so much the city or anything else. Um, I just think that everybody knows how disappointed last year was, disappointing last year was, how disappointed everybody was at the end of last season. And, you know, I, I don't know if you can really learn a lot uh, two games into a season, but I, I, do, I do know this, that there was a lot of pressure that this year would be better. Um, and 
again, you're, you're two games in, but it hasn't started well. I mean, McDavid looks dynamite. He's made great plays in both games. Um, you know, last night, you know, I thought last night he was everything that you want a franchise player to be. He played his balls off in a night to try to turn things around. And, you know, it, it just isn't working. And when he's not on the ice, it, it's, it's, it's a real struggle. And I, I just think that it's, it's tense. There's, uh, there's a lot of. I, I just know that everybody knows you didn't want another year like last year, and I think it's way too early to draw conclusions. Uh, two games into a season, but I'm paid to report what I hear, and I just report that it's really tense there, and I think that there's a lot of worry two games in about where things are going. Yeah, well, and they, here's the thing. They don't have currency, Elliot. The team has missed the playoffs 11 of the last 12 years. They were gifted Connor McDavid. And, you know, I spoke to a couple people. By the way, the big boys were there today at the practice. So yeah. figure out what I'm saying with that. And, uh, you know, I spoke to a couple people today. And, you know, with the people out east in eastern Canada, central Canada, were not the biggest fans of the Oilers in the 80s because Edmonton had Gretzky and had the pantheon of stars. And then the yeah. Oilers get gifted McDavid. Now, Toronto did quite well getting Matthews. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say, Elliot, is the, the entire organization, like, look, everybody's in this thing. They got it. Everybody's got something on them here that's in a decision-making role on the hockey operations side. That's. I, I want to reiterate that point. There was a feeling that Edmonton was too small and too easily pushed around, and the team needed to get bigger. And so Peter Shirelli, as GM, executed that plan. And mm-hmm. the league went the other direction. And the league went the other direction. But it's too simple for me to say it's Shirelli's fault when I know damn well, and I do know damn well, they were all in on this vision together collectively. And now the yeah. league's moved in another direction. And, I mean, you can you can sit there and pick apart. Believe me, they've given lots of reasons to pick apart trades. But, you know, I mean, I have guys every day that text me. I've, I've had players tell me, Elliot, that players that played against Edmonton in the playoffs and beat Edmonton have told me, if you guys had had Hall on your team with Dreisaitl on one line and McDavid on the other, we wouldn't have won the series. Edmonton yeah, I, I, I believe all that. Like, and, and, you know, and you might I, be I get all that, but... You know, unfortunately, it's not there. Like, look, I am not interested in. I am not interested in piling on. Look, uh, look, I know what I know what it's like to go through the ringer. It it doesn't feel good, and nobody there needs needs to be told. You know what happened, and and who made the decisions, and what went wrong. You all know. I mean, my point. The the bottom line is, Bob. My point. The thing is, is that. Look, I mean, when you have the big title or you're the guy in front of the camera, when something goes wrong, you wear it. And I just think, like, and, and they asked me in Calgary this morning, you know, do you think that Todd McClellan is, is in trouble then? And I, my answer to that is I just think – I don't think anybody there is comfortable. I, I think everybody there understands that – you're you're under siege right now and that nobody 
should feel secure. And I, and I bet you nobody does. Like, it's it's not easy. And, um, again, I'm not interested in piling on anybody. I just, they just asked, you, I was asked a question, what's the mood like up there? I think it's, I think it's really tense. I think a lot of people are really nervous about where you are two games in and where the team is going and what that could mean. Well, and I guess my point is, there. You know, I think all right. If you're looking at the the failure last year and the poor start this year, and it's an early poor, uh, poor start, so let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. But certainly, with the failure last year, there was lots of blame to get shared with, and that's my point. It's not just like it wasn't one guy's decision to build a bigger, heavier team, and the league moved in the other direction. And, you know, there, there's, uh, and that's what makes it such a tricky scenario, right? Like, I'm not apologizing for Shirelli here, just as I'm not going to sit there and turn around and say, well, Todd McClellan's not playing Paul Yarby in the top six, so it's his fault. Like, there's lots of different variables in play. But they have no currency, Elliot, because they're paying for the sins of the past. Yeah, and, that, and that's the way it goes. Like, um you know, I think you know that when you when when you're going in, you're judged. Look, like like I, I saw Eric Carlson do an interview with us last week with Christine Simpson, and I thought Christine did a great job in that interview. I thought it was an excellent interview. And then when, when I finished watching it, like my way of looking at life, Bob is whatever happens happens, and you can't change the past and you've got to move on. And that's kind of the way I look at life in general. Whether I do something really well or I do something really poorly, you can't change the past, you can learn from your mistakes, and you can move on. But I, I guess, I, guess I, I respect that fans aren't always like that. A lot of times when you're a coach or a general manager, whoever you are in your organization, you're judged on your past as much as you're judged by what you can do in the future. And that's what we all, and it happens in TV and radio too. Um, you know, it's what we all sign up for or what people sign up for when they get into the game. And that's why you get paid the big bucks because they know that that is part of the process. And I, I do agree with you right now. Um, you know, like, hey, that's a, all of a sudden, it's a big game in New York tomorrow. And, yep. you know, the last thing you want is is your is you, you open up next week after your game in Winnipeg and your fans are already in a really ornery mood. I, I understand that because it's no fun. Like, if you're working for the Oilers, it's it's no fun when it's like that. Elliot Friedman joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Elliot, some people would suggest, courtesy of our friends at River Creek Resort and Casino, some people would suggest, well, we know, you know, look, the owner's defense, they don't transition the puck, they should just make a trade. So on that note, have you heard any, because I'm hearing it's incredibly quiet right now. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard there's there's not a lot going on. Um, you know, I have wondered myself if they would be interested in, in Nylander, um, you know, mostly because, you know, it's it's in my backyard. Of course, I live in Toronto, and that's a situation that's kind of, as well as the Leafs are playing, it's a situation that's kind of on the front burner here. Um, I don't see how they could do it um, cap-wise, number one. Um, you know, Nylander's asking for, you know, one of, one of the situations that's going on with Nylander is that he's 
you know, he, he, he wants a higher number because of where Tavares is and where Matthews is going to be. And it's the same situation you, you've had gone through with Dreisaitl and McDavid. So I'm not sure he'd feel any differently if he was there. So I don't know if cap-wise uh, you could do it. And secondly, you know, Toronto, never mind they're having a salary dispute with him, they like him as a player. They value him a lot. And I think the price would be high. And I think Nylander is exactly the kind of guy that you would be looking for to play with McDavid and, and Dreisaitl. But I just think that the cost for, in terms of money and the cost in terms of pieces, I just don't think the Oilers can do it. So that was the one thing I kind of wondered. But other than that, you know, I think, like, it's going to be hard. Like, if you look at your situation now, Bob, if you're going to make a trade that's going to make an impact, who are we talking about here from your team? You're probably talking about Pugliarvi. A, do you want to do that? B, what's the return going to be? Um, you know, other than that, what, what are you guys trading that you would look at and say, you know, boy, we're comfortable doing this? I, I had an NHL executive say to me on Pugliarvi, he said, if Edmonton trades Pugliarvi, it's going to be the same as when Pittsburgh traded Naslin to Vancouver. They're going to regret that. that yeah, I, I, could, I could totally see that. He's still young. He's still... He's still got, just, you know, I mean, like, if there's one thing we're learning in this league now, you better have patience with your young players. You know, you have to. And uh, I don't know, but like, the one thing I always say is you guys know him better than I do. You see him every day. You know the internal stuff. But I, I'm with you. Like, uh, like, I think, you know, Calgary's going through the same thing right now. Like, you know, Sam Bennett. He played nine minutes the first night. He played seven minutes the second night. He played 14 the other night in Nashville. I didn't check his ice time last night in St. Louis. And teams were, have been calling over the years, like, hey, are you? And I think Calgary's looking at yeah. this like, oh, I don't know if we want to do this now. I get it. Yeah, well, and then it's a 2014, yes, it's a 2016. Elliot, I was yeah. speaking more specifically of defense. I'm, I mean, the obvious team out there is Carolina. Uh, yeah. I had somebody suggest to me a couple days ago that, you know, they wondered whether or not because Slavin was making $5.3 million as a left shot, and we all know that Tom Dundon has a real hard cap for that team. You know, would they potentially look at buying the team down? They've got those three right shot offensive puck movers. Uh, obviously, Hamilton's a you know a, he is a number he's a number one defenseman. The numbers suggest over the last uh, two or three years he's a number one D man as the right shot. Falk uh, played mostly second pairing minutes at a tough year last year, a little bit thick and build and body composition. Uh, and then you have Pesci, who is just a terrific all around right shot defenseman. Which something and then they turn around and they signed uh, Dehan. So they've got five pretty good defensemen there. Would they be an organization looking to make a move with the D? You hearing anything in Carolina right now? Not, not so much right now. But uh, you know, I mean, look, we've all known that Falk has been available at different times, 
And and I do think for the right deal, you know, he's he's a possibility. Um, you know, I don't think they're trading Pesci. They they really love that guy. They're not trading Slavin. They they love that guy. As you mentioned, Dougie Hamilton's new. I, I think we've all you know, Falk's name has been out there enough that I think in the right circumstance they would do it. Yeah, I, I would. But you know what? Hey, the other thing too is they're off to a really good start right now, and they might not want to tinker with what they've got. But I, I think if they were of any of those names, uh, I think we all know the one that they would do. Elliot, the best part about this is we didn't talk about the fact that Tavares and uh, Matthews have scored 15 goals between them through the first uh, five games. You know what's so funny about that, Bob? Like I was like when I was on at that Calgary one this morning. They're like, we do not want to talk about the Leafs, and no, it's, I they're going to be the most exciting I, I, team. I, and not I get though. Like I know you guys in Alberta, you hate us. I get it. I understand. It's okay. It's a two-way street, man. Folks I do not. Like you are talking to one Torontonian that has, that has nothing but love for Alberta. I love coming out. I there. have nothing I but love for Toronto either, man. I got no problem with Alberta. I love you guys. I, I was a Dave Keon fan for a year. I, I love Toronto. <laughs> Just kidding, Elliot. Hey, great stuff. Thanks for your time. All right, Bob, enjoy New York, okay? Take care, bud. Yes, we'll try to. From uh... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, NHL Hockey on Rogers and Sportsnet. That's Elliot Friedman, courtesy of our friends at River Creek Resort and Casino. We'll take a quick time out. This is Oilers Now. This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. All right, it's 12.55. I'm going to go to a text on our Westlock 4 text line at 630-630. Bob, the Oilers need to keep their powder dry and be patient, even if it means missing the playoffs. So be it. The last thing we need is for management to bleed even more talent from this team. They need to rely on drafting and current draft picks to mature to fill the roles. Otherwise, they run the risk of making this team even worse, and I'm not sure how long with David would want to endure that type of uh, failure. Well, again, I remind you, we are two games into the season. The Chisler, a.k.a. the voice from the past, haven't heard from him for weeks. Bob, it feels like a month since we talked but nothing but love for you. Heard you doing the show in front of Macy's adjacent to MSG and staying at the Pennsylvania Hotel. Then it's on Chelsea Pierce to work on your golf swing. Frustrating loss last night. Unfortunately, more of it to come. Supersonic gin and tonic, 92 points this season for the Oilers. Hmm. He says, Nylander is not a fit. 
patience to Oilers fans out. And that one comes to us from the Chisler, a.k.a. a voice from the past. All right, let's do this. Let's tell you, you can book with New West Travel Oilers fans. Two great road trips. If you've not been there, you're going to want to go there. Nashville and Las Vegas. You'll see the Oilers playing two of the most exciting arenas in the National Hockey League. These Oilers Now packages include airfare, accommodation, great game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas and all your transportation, plus a welcome reception with myself and special guests. Parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport's included. Limited space to get on these road trips to see Nashville and Vegas. For the Oilers Now roadies, call the travel experts at New West Travel 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. I'm at 12.57 right now. We're going to take a timeout, head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, you, you can reach us on 780-496-0063 or text us at 630-630. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.